So this morning I wanted to continue on. I can't get away from the scripture we've been stuck on, or I've been stuck on it for the last, uh, I don't know, maybe month. Uh, last week I said I, I, I brought the most important message that I've ever spoken. That's, you know, I actually listened to uh, my message, which I never do because I don't like listening to myself. Uh, uh, but I listened to it and I, I, was, I was like, dude, you should definitely do this. You know, uh, you know how it is because the, the, the pastor, you know, we've got our, we've got our things and, and, uh, but I really do, I, I won't say it was the most important message I ever spoke, but, uh, because then this would be, you know, where's this fall in the chain, right? I don't want, I don't want, I don't want, I want to inspire you every, each and every week. But when, when we think about things kingdom minded versus natural minded, or even as I'm going to talk about this morning, I'm going to talk about even from a godly mind, even what uh, what um, Geo was was talking about. Things you you start to see things in a different perspective, and one of the biggest issues that we have as Christians is thinking naturally. Kind of like what Hector was just was just saying is like I'm thinking naturally most of my time, and then I intersect with the Spirit from time to time. Instead of how is it that we can live in such a way that we're thinking kingdom all the time? So that even if we're thinking about natural things, we're thinking it in a kingdom way. And so that's what I want to talk about today. I, I did want to, I, I wrote down one thing about last week because I, I talked about that, uh, the, the Bible says that we should make the most of every opportunity, that we should redeem the time is what those, that those words mean. It means the only way to get our, our time back. How many have lost some time? Anybody waste any time? Uh, ain't waste any this week, right? right? You're sitting there, you're going, hey, I'm watching this dumb movie. Uh, I am wasting my time. The only way to get that back, <laughs> no, you're, it's lost, sorry guys. <laughs> that part's gone. Uh, but the way to get back our life is, is to put our, our lives into kingdom time. And the kingdom time is Kairos. Most of us are living by the watch. That, that we're living by, you know, how old am I? You know, how long do I have to keep working before I can retire? How, you know, it's all based on, on regular time. But kingdom time looks at seasons and, and uh, the, the things that are purposeful in our life. And the, go ahead and wa- actually watch that video. I, I recommend watch it. And if you were here last week, watch it again because I did and I'm like, totally. I, I, maybe I should just because uh, it, was, it was just so important and there was so much more I wanted to say. But it brought me back to this moment where uh, in verse 15 it says this. It says, Be very careful live, not as unwise, but as wise. And then he goes on, and we talked about it last week, making the most of every opportunity, finding ourselves in kingdom time. But he says in order to, to really make the most of the kingdom time, you have to live wise. Now, there's another dimension. Uh, everybody knows what it's like to be foolish. Anybody been foolish? Okay, you know, ever invest in the wrong thing? You know, I always think of that. Uh, you know, one of the fastest ways to learn wisdom, it's in my notes way down here on how to get wisdom, is just be a fool for a minute. You know, I've been, I spent, uh, you know, a good portion of my life being a fool. And it's like, I have learned a lot of wisdom by being a fool. It's like, don't do that. You know, don't crash into, into that car. That's dumb. Okay, so you guys know that too. 
Uh, but so, so I wanted to, I wanted to talk about how we can live wisely or purposefully and making the most of every opportunity today. So we're going to be talking about wisdom, and that's why we read this other scripture this morning. How we can do wisdom. All right. So the first thing is uh, we have to take the challenge. I think we've been taught in our society actually to waste time. We've been taught to waste time because we are filling most of our life with things that don't matter. What do I mean? You know, we're, we're watching football, we're watching, you know, watching baseball, we're wa- watching Netflix, we're, you, you know, we're, we're not, we're, we're doing things that in the scope of eternity, they're fine, just like, you know, God has given us all things for us to enjoy. I believe that, that food and even uh, some media. But the reality is when we get to heaven, we're not going to say, man, I am so glad I watched all 168, uh, you know, baseball games last season. We're not going to get, we're not, <laughs> we're not going to get to heaven and say, man, I, you know, it was, it, was, it, it was all about football. It was all about basketball. It was all about those things that we're spending our life on, right? We're not going to do that. We're going to say, boy, I wish I had some of those days back because I wanted to invest them in the people that I really cared about. I wanted to lead my life in love, right? And uh, so part of that is one of the ways that we get, get wisdom. But I, I want to challenge you today. I want to inspire you. I don't want to challenge you because you're like, oh, great, I'll take a challenge. I ain't doing it. <laughs> uh, but I want to inspire us. And, and kind of in the same way as last week, because when you find yourself in the kingdom, in the fullness of the kingdom, all of a sudden you want to do what God wants you to do with your life. And that's the wisdom we want to get at. So you guys good? Here we go. So the first thing is, is uh, the, the, this whole concept where it says, be very careful. It means live exactly and the the way that this word is used is is of the Pharisees. Remember, these guys were like, "We're going to wash everything. We're going to arrange everything." And of course, Jesus says, "You know, that's not how we're going to live our, our the kingdom life." But uh, Paul is saying for us Christians, we need to think of our lives in with precision, not just like willy nilly. And I think I, I I know that that life is is daily, so daily that we think, oh, this day doesn't matter, right? But if I said, you only have three months to live, how would you live differently? And I guarantee that your life would, would start to, to sh- be shaped in a different way. I talked to a, a friend of mine. He, he had a stroke, and then uh, his heart went into uh, affibrillation, which means it was out of sync, and he was, he was going to die. And thankfully, uh, the, 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 they were able to dissipate the stroke, and his, uh, they were able to, to they, I, I think pretty much what they did is they killed him, and then they shocked his heart back, and, and it got going in the right direction, and he, he was alive. So I'm talking to him about his experience. That's pretty harrowing. Let me just say that his life changed everything about his life. He told me how many times he loved me. I'm like, bro, you know, I love you, man. I love you. But see, you don't, when, when you only have a little bit of time left, you, you don't left that unsaid. He, he told me about sitting with his kids and, and just hugging them. He said, you know, you, you don't miss those moments. But when you're just thinking, I'm living an endless succession of days, then you don't think about those things that are most important, Right? 
So that's what Paul's talking about. He says, well, if you're going to live carefully, you have to live as if you're being wise. Now, we're going to talk about kingdom living. So you guys are in. I didn't mean to freak you out. You're like, <laughs> I know I get a little antsy when I'm like, oh, that, that's a little bit much, guys. So hold on. So instead, uh, he, he talks about um, living wise, living, living wise. Now, when we think of wisdom, we think of being smart in the right situation. But what I want to talk about today is that it's, it's something really, I mean, it's good to be smart. It's in a different dimension than what you're thinking. I'm not going to comment. So let's talk about it for just a minute. What is, uh, <clears throat> let, me, let me flip my notes. Uh, how do we, we first have to understand a, a biblical definition of wisdom. So here we go. The Bible talks a lot about wisdom. Anybody read the, the Proverbs? There's a ton of wisdom in there. I recommend you read the Proverbs regularly, uh, daily is good, because you'll learn a whole lot of stuff. But that only lays a base of wisdom. I I used to say that when I first came to Christ, I I couldn't believe that nobody had ever told me to to read the Proverbs. Because everything that was in there that I was reading when I was first a Christian was like, somebody could have saved me a lot of time. I've done every stupid thing in this book, you know. Uh, It's like, really? Don't go out with, don't go after the adult, adulterous wife. Okay, that's good. Missed that point. You know, don't, don't run around with bad guys. Oop, oop, that's a bad plan. I, you know, all this kind of stuff I could have read in the first chapter. <clears throat> but it begins in, in Proverbs, it says that wisdom, the fear of the Lord, is the beginning of wisdom. Now, when I say that, you look at that and you go, man, I need to be afraid of God. And that's actually not what that means. What it means is you need to be afraid of living without God. Because the unwise person tries to live his life without God, tries to live in his own brain, tries to live in his his own situation. See, fearing the Lord means drifting away from Him. How many are afraid of drifting? I have been. It's like, oh man, how'd I end up here instead of here? It means fearing to seek Him in refuge and joy and hope instead of any other thing. You know, this world offers us all kinds of stuff that's going to go away in two minutes. You know that. Every time you, you think, man, I, gotta, I need that, whatever that is. Have, have you, any of you ever gotten that? Huh? I got that. How long did the joy last? The joy doesn't last that long. It's like, oh, that, that. Uh, anyway, I, w- I won't digress at this point because you know I can. All right. But anytime we're looking for our joy or our happiness somewhere else, that's what it means to drift away from the fear of the Lord. And then lastly, it means to just stop trusting or depending on God to meet our needs. Okay? If you, the fear of the Lord is not to be afraid of him, but to fear losing him or living our lives without him. Does that make sense? Okay, the second thing is, and we talked about it already today, is, is yielding to the Lord. Uh, how many have ever read something in the Bible and then didn't do it? Lo- love your enemies. <laughs> and then turn on the, turn on the news. <laughs> right? Forgive those who have hurt you. 
How many have not done that? You've read it and you said, man, I'm not going to do that. See, a wise person always yields to the word because it's right. You know, all the commands of the Lord, when God says don't do something, don't go down that road, it's not because he's trying to keep something from us. Well, what he's trying to keep from us is hell. He's like, go down that road, then you get hell. You get death. You go down this road, you get life. And because God knows how he's arranged things. So, first thing, fear of the Lord, stay close. Second one is yield to his word. Uh, it's it's up, up to us to have a yielding heart. And, and I, I always say that about myself as Lord, Keep my heart close to yours so that I'm always willing to say whatever. Now, there's a third part to the wisdom of the Lord, and that that has to do with a sensitive heart. Because sometimes you don't know what to do. Sometimes you you need discernment. And something I've, I, I learned when I was, I was thinking about uh, the, the, the gifts, uh, the, the spiritual gifts of manifestation, a, a good portion of them have to do with being wise. You know, having a word of wisdom, having a word of knowledge, having a discernment of spirits. Uh, even prophecy is being able to hear the Lord. Uh, the thing I always aim you guys towards is being close enough to Jesus that you're able to hear his voice, right? That, that, I mean, that, that is my, my biggest passion in life, you guys is that you would be able to hear and discern what the Lord is saying to you because that is true wisdom. You might not have, you know, it's like, Lord, I don't have the answer. Uh, so guess what? You know, and sometimes the answer isn't in the book. Even though this is a big, big book, sometimes your specific answer isn't there. And so that moves us to our last point, which talks about how do we develop practices that will make us wise. And um, <clears throat> the first one I put in there is just, just have a desire to be wise. And I know you, you already do have a desire to be wise. Otherwise, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be spending an hour in church, right? It's like, man, why am I spending? I, I, could, I could be watching the early games. <laughs> Don't they, didn't they start an hour ago, right? But instead, you're like, I got a passion. I got, I, I've, I've got a desire to be wise because I want my life to count for the kingdom, right? Uh, the, the Proverbs, if we read them, especially some of the early, early Proverbs, it says, man, Go after wisdom. Do whatever you can to, to, to get it to, because it's, it's more valuable than gold. It's more valuable than silver. It's more valuable than anything. And, and so just having that desire, it's like, Lord, I want to be wise is, is one of the, the fast ways. That's the practice to get it. Do you guys want to be wise? All right. Uh, I, I put down here earlier. I, don't, I, I make all these cool notes and then I miss them, but that's all right. Second thing is, of course, and we talk about it all the time, but knowing the Bible is the way to create a reservoir so that when God does speak, you're able to know that that's the Lord, right? So if you don't know the Bible and then he speaks, then you're going to be confused. You're like, I think that was God. But when he speaks through his word, you're like, there you got it. Kind of like Maureen today. So I'm reading Psalm or Isaiah 30, and I'm reading it. All of a sudden it speaks to me. I'm like, that was God. How do I know? Because he's speaking right from his word. Isn't that a beautiful thing? All right. Um, 
Here's, here's a, a third way. Here's a practice that's very important if you want to be really wise. The proverb says that the wise hang out with the wise. You know that verse? It says, whoever walks with the wise will become wise. And I was thinking about this. I'm like, man, am I surrounding myself by wise people? And then I think, actually, I live a good portion of my life in isolation, which means that I'm hanging out with a fool. <laughs> if I'm the only person counseling myself, it's like, I am totally hanging out with myself. And it's like, you fool, you get out from, from, from yourself. Get away from being an isolationist and get with some people so that you can share the wisdom that you're learning. It might sound funny, but it is true that unfortunately when we think our own thoughts after ourselves, we start to go away from, from God and we get away from wisdom. I already talked about acting the fool. Uh, it's okay. Act the fool for a minute and you'll learn why you need to be wise. And it's one of the fast ways to training in wisdom is to act the fool. Now, here's, here's another one for you, though. The, the Bible tells us that we need to pray for wisdom. Pray for wisdom. All right? Uh, in James 1.5, it says this, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. <clears throat> What's it say there? It says, if you need wisdom, who's going to give it? Huh? And it says, let him ask God who gives what? Generously? Oh, I didn't put it in your notes to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. How many have things in your life right now that you need God's wisdom on? Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. So what's the Bible say here? You got to stop. You have to stop. You got to get out of your head for a minute and try, trying to figure it out because this is what happens. The difference between just godly wisdom and kingdom wisdom is you have to get out of your head and get to God's mind, right? To the mind of Christ. So right now we're all stressed out and we're saying, oh Lord, how do I, how do I fix this thing? When instead we have to pause. So you, you guys raised your hand. You said you had something. So we have to stop and pause, right? All right, so let's stop and pause. Lord, all of us here have something that we're wondering, how is it that I can do this, fix this, uh, work around this, work through it? And we need your wisdom this morning. And you say that you will give life and you'll help us to understand what we need in this moment. So, Lord, we just wait before you. We expect your word. It says that you give liberally those who ask of you. So we pause to listen right now. Lord, give us a scripture that, that will line up for us. Give us a thought by your Spirit 
or even later today as we're sharing our lives with one another. May it come from a brother or sister. Amen. All right. Wow. Two more. You, you want to get wisdom? Um, I don't like this one, but I'm going to say it anyway. Think often of your own death. Remember, I, I just talked about a friend of mine who almost passed, and I, I talked about if you only had three months to live. Uh, but there's a, a, a Psalm 90:12 says this: "Teach us to number our days, that we may gain a heart of wisdom." There's something about seeing our life in perspective of eternity that we're ready to live more exactly, right? If, if we think that our, our days are limited, we're going to say, I want to make the most out of this day, which is kind of what we talked about last week. Then lastly, uh, come to Jesus. What? Colossians 2.3 says, In Him are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. How do we come to Jesus? Simple. You sidle up to Him. Say, Lord, Jesus, You are my Savior. And if you've never made him your Savior, you just say, Lord, thank you that you've died for, on the cross for my sins. I need a Savior because I'm tired of saving myself with my own wisdom. And you invite him to be the Lord of your life. And he begins to open our understanding of what it means that he is the wisdom of God. Then he gives us the mind of Christ, so that we can live our lives outside of our own thinking and our own wisdom. And then each and every day, you can come to Him and say, Lord, let me hear Your voice in the things that I'm praying about right now that I need Your insight your discernment, and your wisdom in. And you will discover him in his wisdom. Amen? All right. I never differentiated what I wanted to talk about today, and so I'm going I'm to give it to you in, in one second. We have regular wisdom and even godly wisdom, right? The godly wisdom that you get from the Bible doesn't answer all the questions of our life. I wish they did. But the, the kingdom wisdom is the voice of God. And what I've seen with Christians over time is, is we're like practical atheists, in the fact that we have godly wisdom, we've learned, we've studied the Bible maybe, spent a lot of time with the Bible, and we're like, okay, this is what I should do. But we don't have that present voice of God 
that is the thing that makes the difference. Because you know that when God speaks, your life changes. Right? So, if we want godly wisdom, we need God. You want kingdom wisdom. Not just the Word of God. I love the Word of God, and it, and it tells me what I should do. But guess what? If I don't do it, like Rodney says, if I don't do it, I'm not as wise as I need to be. And what the Lord wants, if, wants of us is that we would commit ourselves to saying, Lord, I want to hear your Word. I want to hear your voice. And that's the thing that's going to make the difference in our lives. Amen? So who wants to be wise? All in favor? All right, be wise. I think the the most impactful part of this scripture for me is the urgency that I see within it. Uh, We're living in some pretty crazy times. Do you know that? Um, I'm not sure if we're in the eye of the storm or we're on our way to a beach in Hawaii. I wish I had discernment of the times that we're in. But as I read my Bible, most of the time it says things are going (laughs) good to bad, bad to worse. (laughs) You know, if you think about the end days, I have a friend of mine, he he calls me all the time. He goes, are we in the last days? I'm like, dude, last time I checked, we're still in the last days. Are we in the last of the last days? I don't know. We might be in in, in those days. But all the more reason that God is calling us to be wise. Because like this last test, some of us didn't pass in the wisdom because we didn't hear the voice of the Lord. And sometimes we did a little bit. But in the next test, I pray that you guys would be able to see what is the hand of the enemy, what is the hand of man, and what is the hand of God. Because they all coincide at the same time. Don't they? Enemy's trying to do something. He's using mankind. And God's saying, watch this. I'm going to do something great. So with that, let me pray. Lord, we are so mindful that you are our God, that you lead, guide, and direct us according to your hand. But in these days, we need your voice more than anything. We need to be able to hear you as we read our Bibles. We need to be able to hear you and discern which direction to go when we don't have the right direction. We might have worldly wisdom. We might have godly wisdom. But what we need is your kingdom wisdom that leads us in the right directions for the time that we're living in. You're the one that wants to do that for us. You say you give generously, liberally to all who are asked. And so we ask that this week, as we encounter things that need your wisdom, that we would stop and pray and listen, and then do what you ask us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. With that, have a great, wonderful day, and uh, may the Lord be with you. Be wise. Amen.